it's been all over the news, you know, that you were fifth choice, but they had all these people go down and things. And, and then you come on against the number one <laughs> halfback in the world and you score the winning try at the, at the cake. And I mean, that's, that's boys own stuff, isn't it? How did it feel? Yeah. Oh, it's pretty, pretty surreal feeling like nothing else. I could probably explain it is like just being there, the right place at the right time, I guess. And, you know, I, I probably wouldn't have scored it. Uh, Peter probably could have scored himself if he wanted to, but luckily he heard my voice and, um, you know, running the fat man's track and, you know, getting that try. So it was pretty, yeah, pretty good feeling there. Yeah. Hey, Logan, Norm here, mate. It's uh, awesome to um, to watch another debutante hurricane take the field, particularly at the, well, Sky Stadium, we call it the Caketon. It's always been yeah. the Caketon, or forever will be the Caketon, mate. But tell us, um, what's it like first time in that jersey on the pitch? Oh, it's, uh, it was a, it's a moment that I'll probably never, ever forget. You know, I was back at school and I think it was 2015. I remember playing um, St. Pat's Town when I was playing for Hibs. And I remember posting a photo saying, oh, this is, oh, this is probably the best feeling I've ever had. Hopefully, further, further along down in life, um, I'll be, be able to get uh, play there again. And then I brought it up as soon as I was about to um, go onto the field. And uh, and then as soon as I walked out there, when the for the first team that um, they all worked out, and we all the bench came out after, and just looking out and just thinking, shit, oh, probably couldn't say that, but you know what a feeling. You know, it's been bringing back memories. You know, when I was a little kid, used to be out in the stands watching all my like idols like Tana Umanga and even like Corey Jane, Pity Whipu and like all those boys, you're watching them from the stands and being able to look out yourself and look into those stands and think like, holy hell, I was there about a few years ago. So no, nah, it was a, a feeling that I'll never forget really. And, and well-deserved, mate. Well, absolutely well-deserved. You worked really hard to get there and you know, anyone who takes on on that uh, that opportunity from a child when you're a kid, like I still remember my first time running out onto the stadium, yeah. breaking that turf right back in the days. And, you know, you bring it all the way back when you hear a, another debutant run on and not just not just take the field, own the field. And, you know, <laughs> the fat man's track is always the fat man's track to the goal line. So... You know, it was it was awesome because that was, to be honest, that was a tough game to watch. Tough game to watch yeah. from a punter because it was, you know, the two weeks before, the two previous weeks, the Hurricanes never made too many errors and or gave away too yeah. many penalties. And it must have been frustrating um, for from a team perspective to, to be in that position, particularly after two weeks of knowing they can come from behind and score those kind of points. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's a, yeah, it's a, been a, yeah, pretty much a roller coaster, you know, like leaving families and friends for about three weeks to go to Queenstown and play games into where you can't really, you have no crowd. It's pretty, a pretty weird feeling having no crowd where you can hear everyone talking all the moves and that, which I'm surprised probably some of the boys would have heard moves and thinking, oh, yeah, we're going to do this one again. But yeah, it's a, I guess it's a, um, yeah. To be able to go out there on a tough game like that and, you know, bring and taking a moment that comes up to you and just taking it as it comes is, is pretty, 
pretty cool but it's a I guess an experience for me you know debuting obviously but in a new experience and of level of rugby and fast-paced rugby and bigger collisions so it was um yeah it was a lot to take on but I'm happy I'd done the job you know grateful for you know Alfie and Gibbo and all the coaching staff you know giving me an opportunity to get, put on the Canes jersey and run out there so no I'm absolutely stoked on how I played and you know the boys were around me every every day every week I've, I've been in there so it's been a good learning um, experience but as well as uh, improving in myself and my rugby game so hopefully if I get another opportunity I'll, mm-hmm. I'll know I'll be a bit calmer and you know be a, be a bit freer maybe a bit razzlier and it might come out a bit more but <laughs> no, I was truly grateful for that eh? <laughs> like putting out some pretty whippy moves that he showed me from Batoni but who knows who knows what, <laughs> well, what was the, what, at what point did you know that you were in the squad and, and how did that how did you get told what, what was that feeling like it was actually, it was actually quite funny because on, um, it was on Thursday morning, we we're all having a units um, uh, train, or oh, unit meeting, and going through some plays and whatnot. And Alfie was uh, talking about all the what's all the last moves and what all the key habits we need to do for this game and what's coming. And and he's like, he started to walk off because we finished tra- uh, the unit meeting, and he started to walk off. And then he goes, oh. I forgot, uh, Booth is out and Logan's in. And here's me sitting on this table thinking, oh, what did he say? And all the boys, everyone started clapping. So it was a bit out of the blue, but obviously shocked and all. But, you know, as soon as I heard that, I knew I had to step it up a bit more and, you know, get into the playbook a bit and get ready for this game to come. So, yeah, that was pretty the, a huge surprise. And then obviously telling my friends and family about it, they were pretty much over the moon. You know, my parents have been there since day one, taking me to, News to gay juniors all the way up to school and like traveling and taking me to other games and you know being my number one supporter so they were absolutely stoked that I yeah got called in so yeah that was pretty cool. Awesome so Logan the big question is were you able to get your family your whānau into the stadium without the ballot? <laughs> nah so it was, it was hard <laughs> Yeah, I, I was hassling Buddy Wardy about it a lot. I was like, oh, can we can we get family friends in or what's the go with the tickets? And, yeah, it was pretty pretty hard with this COVID thing going around at the moment. And, you know, we just want to be safe as we can to be able to enjoy playing more rugby. And, you know, obviously getting out on the TV, showing all the other supporters that actually can't come to the game other than members and sponsorships. So, no, it was, yeah, I knew it would probably be a, a sake of them just staying home, but they were all for it. All the family were around it, um, and my mum and dad's, you know, watching the game, cheering me on, and you know, seeing all the messages pop on my phone. I just wanted to bloody turn it off for a couple of days. Growing <laughs> up, I never had it before. <laughs> mate, Normie, Normie's just trying to figure out a way that he can get in the back door. You see, because well, he mate, couldn't mate, get tickets either. He well, must be out of the ballot. There, there, there's always a way, mate. There's always a way. We need some. Yeah, there's a bit of ball boys. I think we need a ball boy. You can probably chuck yeah, it on, mate. chuck a yeah. cutter on, and then mate, come on out. Mate, oh, mate, they need a new captain, Hurricane. That's what they need. <laughs> Get my little plane and drive around the field. That'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah. that'd be too good, man. That'd be too good. Fly it in, bring the ball ball, and then fly it in. <laughs>